Welcome to Something Crunchy. Tyler is homies with Blake. Blake is the older bro of Blair. Blair is married to Tyler and is a slutty slut slut. Welcome to Something Crunchy. What the hell is crunchy? Welcome to Something Crunchy. Welcome to another special edition episode of Something Crunchy. I am Cullen Blake. With me as always, Blair and Tyler Dressel. We are starting the new year with such a crunchy guest. She is an all-around amazing human being, and she also happens to star in ABC's new hit series, Big Sky. Please welcome Dee Dee Pfeiffer. Hi, happy new year. Happy, happy new, new year, year Dee Dee. happy birthday, Miss Dee Dee. Yes. Amazing. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. We are so fortunate (laughs) to have Miss Didi come crunch down with us on her birthday. Oh, my God. Crunchy down, yeah. And my favorite food in the whole world is crunchy food. I burn my meat so that it's crunchy. So I love the show already. Love this. (laughs) We are definitely big fans of yours. This is going to be really fun. Uh, Let's start with Big Sky and ending all tourism to Montana as we know it. No kidding. It takes place in Montana, but we're actually in Canada filming it, yeah. Yes, that's what I've heard. We are going to get into that. Uh, We have followed along week by week, and now the show is on mid-season break, making this the perfect time to talk to you. I can't do it without giving away spoilers. Miss Dee Dee, please tell our audience about Big Sky. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, it's it's really tough not to talk about the show and give something up if someone hasn't watched it. So I like to kind of do broad strokes kind of over the show. Like, it's a wild ride. Buckle up. If you think you know what's going to happen, that's not what's going to happen. We have spoiler alerts all over the place. The, the, the very first episode shows you exactly how we play. <laughs> yes. Yeah, seriously. Nobody's safe in Big Sky. No. <laughs> that is so well put. And you handled that like right? a, you handled that like a pro. I hate to bring it up, but did you uh, did you see what Kylie had to say on her Good Morning America performance about the ah. the first episode? I hate to even bring Dude, it up. Dude, you know it's I love my I love Kylie. Love 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 her. She's just like literally the best woman ever, and the sweetest person. Incredible incredible actor. And honestly, when I had heard later on that day that that had happened, I almost just started crying for her because I know how it feels to accidentally do that. In her defense, she thought she was on a different show. Uh, we were able to do publicity where we could talk about it as if it had already aired. I see. Oh, okay. okay. So she was yeah. told a different so circumstance. She thought she was doing one of those interviews. Oh. Immediately called her and was like, honey, I love you. It's okay. It, it happens. It could have happened to any of us. Oh. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, and she, she was... I know she probably processed it with her awesome husband. And um, I just probably would have thrown myself off the balcony with the Canadian birds. But, um, but no, she, she handled it like a pro. But, yeah, that kind of, I felt bad for her. Listen, yeah. I did an interview where I thought I gave up too much. And afterwards, I was beating myself up, too. It's a tricky show to it's talk hard. about. It is extremely challenging already, and then especially with this show and the content. You want to entice, you want to talk about it, but you can't give too much away. I think for me, the best way to really describe Big Sky when you're talking to your friends who haven't seen it, just say nobody's safe in this show. And what you think is normal is not. Oh, and yeah. it's, a fun, it's a fun journey to get to <laughs> every episode where even we, the cast, we don't even know what's happening from script to script until we get the script. 
That's See, great. That's awesome. And I want to get into some yeah. of that. So you are the Den Mother character, Denise, who runs the investigation office, kind of the glue holding everything together, which yeah. makes you a big part of the show. Uh, you are yeah. also the only character who smiles, which is nice. <laughs> and, <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Oh, really? Absolutely. And it offers the only break from all the intensity. So it's a real relief to see Denise. I love this character. I need like more of this character. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, I will say, I'm, I think I love Denise because she is definitely a smart ass. And she is very much, you know what she is? She says what the audience is thinking. Yeah. That's very true. Yes. The voice right? of reason. Where it's like, you have to be thinking about all these things. Like, you know, that this could happen. The the guys are doing really well. John Carroll Lynch, one of my uh, favorite actors on TV. But you ladies, like in the investigation office, you're I my favorite part it. of the show. Yes. You guys have a real Charlie's Angels thing going on there. Totally. And, and it works. <laughs> We're into That's it. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> are you keeping up and watching it on TV as it airs like we are? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Like I said, I get the script like a week before we film, and by the and it goes through a lot of changes before it actually hits in front of the camera. But can I tell you, even every episode, like every script I get, I go, "Oh, the people are gonna love this," oh, or even I'm sure. like, "Get out!" And then of course, Denise will actually say that, which is actually oh, funny, yeah. um, <laughs> so, right? With, even me, Didi, I go. You did not just end this episode and then Denise will say something par- a parallel of that. I'm like, thank you for giving her that line. Um, <laughs> but I don't watch it until it's on the air, like with y'all. And um, it's, I'm, how do I say this? I'm weird. I really, really dislike watching myself. I do not like to look at myself and I really hate to hear myself speak. So the last thing I like to do is to sit and watch myself on TV. Mom, you're amazing. Like the, it's gross. By the way. Yeah. That's gross. super. But I totally get that. I'm so normal. Yeah. Yeah. That's super interesting because it is completely normal for people like us. But is that normal for an actress typically? No. See, that's what makes so. me a strange one. I'm an oddball. Like I, I know actors who have pictures of themselves of their old movies, all headshots or whatever, all over their apartments or homes, and yeah. they look at themselves on their Facebook and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just like the polar opposite. I remember Ryan in the pilot said we were walking behind Catherine, who's got like a billion followers, I guess. And I just didn't even do social media until I started the show because I had to. And, um, and he grabs me and he goes, here, get behind her when she's filming because she's doing like a selfie, walking to the set. He goes, here, get in a shot and you'll get all of her fans and you'll get like billions of people following you. And what do you think I did? I went the opposite direction. Was, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, dude, I'm not that cat. Yeah. That's awesome. I have uh, 2,000 followers right now on Instagram, and I am so blown away. I think that's awesome. Oh, hell yeah. And you'll, grow, you'll grow fast, too. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm cool, absolutely. though. I'm very humble. I like my um, – I was happy with 833 I had just the other day. I was like, I have 833 people. <laughs> so they're like, Mom, are you bragging about that? I'm like, yeah, I am. And like, <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of excited about it. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> And now I'm 2,000, and I'm like, woohoo! They're like, really, Mom? I'm like, yeah, man, 2,000. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> so you're keeping up with the show as well. Have Have you been happy with it, the finished product that you've been watching up to this point? Yeah, I actually adore the show, which is strange. Usually I, I critique what I'm, what I'm in so much. But this show is such a great – I love watching everybody else, and I love the story. And um, I love the, the, like the scripts, just reading them. They're so entertaining just to read. So to watch everybody come alive 
and bring their nuances to the script. It's so fun. It's such an out-of-the-box kind of uh, emotionally charged show, and I love the little, like, tricks in it where they just, they throw some things in there that you don't expect. Um, I do, and I got to tell you, there's some amazing episodes coming at the end of January. Like, remember how we left you in, 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 um, what was it, five, right? Um, Yeah. So five, how we left you, which I won't say. For those who haven't seen it yet, but let's just everyone just see it. it. It's a cliffhanger, and wait till you see what they do with it. It's like when I read scripts, I guess it'd be six, right? Yeah, six. I went, oh, oh my god, <laughs> the audience is gonna love or hate us. <laughs> so coming back with the bang. That's oh, huge. I'm excited for that. Well, I completely agree yeah. with you. The script is very impressive. Uh, something I've caught in the dialogue, which I really like about the show, is that it is set post-pandemic, and that's the first I've seen of that. I think. During a time when all production is shut down and every show and film were racing to be among the first uh, with COVID as part of the content, no one thought to go post-pandemic yet, and that was really clever writing. You know, i got to say I completely agree. When I read it, I noticed the very little teeny mentions of it being post-pandemic. And I being Well, remember, well, I guess you don't know the story. We were in New Mexico. We started filming. We had one day... Uh, that we had shot. I ran home to tell my boys, okay, guys, I'll be gone for a bit, you know, to get the house all settled and stuff, because I had two weeks before I actually shot. I went home, and I went to Costco to try to get toilet paper, because this thing was happening, which no one knew at the time. Right. I was got, like, assaulted at Costco trying to get toilet paper, <laughs> oh my God. and all I knew is my ass was home, and the production shut down. We went down fast, and we were down, like, the whole country. And then when we came back around... Months and months and months later, we found ourselves uh, picking up and starting over again in Canada. Oh, because I was going to say, how much did you shoot in New Mexico, and was any of that salvageable when you, when you have to move the it whole was, set? Luckily, the universe was with us because it was only one quick scene with Jerry, and it was a self selfie that she made, her, her character Jerry. You know, it was just like a selfie, but we had done um, a whole, like, the meet and greet. We'd done the makeup. We'd done the hair test, the makeup test. We'd done all the pre-production stuff, the props, uh, developing character, just all that beginning stuff. So what was crazy is I met the cast once in New Mexico, and then, what, I don't know how many months later, I came to Canada and never saw them again because oh, we've been in isolation and quarantine and and we're in we're in like bubbles like right. we're not allowed on the set unless you're working and even if you're working you're not allowed on the set and you know it's a uh, like there's, there's actors in this show I've never met never met because if we're, if we're not in the scene together I've never met you yeah sure. th- you can see because everyone's kind of working together in their own uh, kind of like mm-hmm. bubbles to use your word like there's kind of these little sub universes going on and the show is casted incredibly well who are your favorite characters when you're watching it as a viewer oh my favorite character yes or your favorite characters <laughs> in general okay i love all of the characters and i have to say my favorite is um is brian's character Randall, because Ronald, 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 first of all, Ron, Brian, sorry, I keep getting my character's name, uh, yeah, um, Kylie and Cassie and everyone's names were really close, mine, Denise, Dee Dee, we're all so close, but <laughs> he, first of all, as a man, as a person, he's one of the sweetest human beings, like, oh. he is just a doll. He comes off that and, way. He does. Yeah. yeah, and he plays this sick, sick, just twisted very mentally ill character, 
that you actually really care no, about. So well, sure. good. Yeah, you like this love him, but you know he's crazy. This is definitely a new color for him, and, and it looks good. Like he's he definitely is he doing well. a, 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 a good Great. job. He's doing it really well. Because one minute you're like, oh my god, you sick, sick human being. You should be just you know thrown in jail and forgotten about. And then the next minute you're like, oh no, somebody needs to hold him and heal yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> He just Seriously. needs a hug. Yeah, care more. The interactions with him and his mother are pretty oh priceless as well. Those are <laughs> wow. <laughs> right? That's where you get to say, well, wait a minute, is this really his fault? Oh, the yeah, a lot raised, starts to make right? sense. And Valerie was casted perfectly oh, my for God. that role, yes, too. Yes, agree. Nailing it uh, as and, well. And, and another person who is so sweet and yet is so wicked on camera. Oh, my like, God. Whoa, woman. Whoa, woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, so good to hear. It's, like, funny to hear. They're just, like, the sweetest people when they're playing just such <laughs> wild characters. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I think it's always so fun when you get to meet the person and you see then you really know, wow, that's some talent. That's not saying that there's not everybody else in the cast is not talented because, oh, my God, they are. Everybody is so good. Definitely. That's what I love about the cast of Big Sky is that it's eclectic, it's diverse. The age range, we have different um, – yes. everyone's very colorful and different, and we're bringing in some new characters that are also going to uh, really open that up as well. So it's really exciting. Oh, and that's great. The I'm loving generation all. of actors, the new generation of actors, um, just everything, you know? Oh, that's awesome. Good range all over. Well, Mr. David E. Kelly has been behind some of the biggest shows on TV. What's it been like working with your brother-in-law, and is there a higher confidence in the show with his name attached to it? Um, yes, David is very popular, and he's very <laughs> successful, he's very talented. Um, people ask that question, and I, I always answer it the same way. I say it's weird, and I, not in a bad way. It's just like, he's my my family, right? Oh, yeah. And in our real life, we don't hang out other than on holidays. In our real life, we don't ever talk shop when I do hang out with him on holidays. We're both like smart asses. We're both really funny. We just love to, you know, outwit each other, and that's how the whole family is, for that matter. So now I have not been able to see him as a producer, my boss, because of COVID. So the best would be maybe we've done two, maybe three Zoom meetings with all of the production people and the producers and stuff. So I saw him in a Zoom format. And it's funny because I'm just kind of sitting there going, I don't know what to say. I mean, I don't know how to act. I don't know what to do. Because I, of course, want to, you know, go at him like my brother-in-law and right. make a joke. And then I realized that might not be very professional. <laughs> <laughs> See, I get that because us as family certainly mess around quite a bit. So. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, working for your sister or brother and not, like, pop the joke at them in a professional setting because you were like, hey, dork or whatever. Or not, I would never call him a dork. I call my sister a dork. Right. But, you know, or I, but it would be like... And we never talked shop, so when I started the show, I think people thought that Dave and I were talking about all this. No, like, like we, we don't never talk, talk about shop, this. and we're not, we didn't start now. Like, I still don't talk to him about this at all, other than he said one time, um, oh, the network really likes Denise, you know, everyone really likes her. I go, oh, cool, okay, great. So are we going to go fishing this next year? <laughs> <laughs> work. Like, you know, like, how are we going to make that work? And he's like, yeah, I don't know how, you know, all of a sudden it became about fishing. Because um, I didn't even know how to react to that other than say, oh, my God, thank you, thank you, and thank you, as I would say to anybody sure. right. giving me a job at 50. Now, I guess, oh, my God, I can't say 56 anymore. 57 years old, a Today. female getting a oh. job during COVID, and I disappeared for 10 years. So, and it's a great show. It's a fantastic show. So 
it is a, a fantastic show. To be grateful about. Yeah. Are there any fun behind the scenes stories or off camera moments you can share with us? We are a sucker for stuff like that. Um. Oh my. Maybe today. Actually, I, I was going to put it on Instagram, but I didn't. I went to do a, a selfie video, which I suck at. I still don't know how to do a selfie, and I still don't know <laughs> how to post anything on Instagram. I'm still asking my sons how to do that. And, stuff. and I don't know how to tag people. Tagging means liking, right? That's a little hard. I'm still trying to figure all that out. Anyway, so <laughs> I thank you. Jerry, who's Jesse. Right. Jesse, who plays Jerry, she went back to New York, and I went back to L.A. for a couple weeks for the holidays. We're now back in we're now in Canada and we're quarantining. I'm on day four today. She's on day like five. So wow. we're the only two cats that left. So we're back in two week quarantine, right? So she's texting me. I'm texting her and we're like, okay, I'm about to climb the wall. She's like, I'm jumping off the balcony. I'm like, no, 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 don't do it. Because um, it's really hard to be stuck in a room by yourself for 14 days. Yeah, so, yeah it's a... Uh, it's really rough. It's it's not the way human beings are supposed to be. I've decided we're we're social creatures. And, we're social yeah. creatures. We're no, packed that's animals. Hard for we us. really are. Yeah. yeah, that's why when you called me into the interview, I'm like, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk to you. God, yeah. Um, but so, so I went. She sent me a little paste, some French pastry thing with a bunch of fruit on it, and she had it delivered. And that's I amazing. opened the door for my birthday today. I was like, oh my god. So I went to go to the selfie with it, and I lifted it up and put it like in towards the camera as if it was a photo and all the fruit fell oh. off of it and hit the ground. No. And I'm videotaping all of this, of course, right? And instead of videotaping all the fruit on the floor, the phone was towards my head. So all you saw was like my nasty, dirty hair and, and, it, and, and me saying, oh my God, look what I did. I'm so sorry. It was so pretty and I can't eat it because the three second rule doesn't work. I've been in this in this hotel room for four months and <laughs> like, I'm not eating anything that. off that floor and so I sent her the video it's a mess <laughs> she just was like I heard it's a good new good luck on the new year to drop the fruit from a French pastry oh. that your friend sends you How and cute. eat it off the floor and sure. I was like you come eat it off the floor but I can't I'm in quarantine <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, we're just, yeah. I mean, I know that's not a great story, but... No, <laughs> no, it, See, but those it, it are is. some of the best You're, videos. It's realistic. It's the best with what you can work with, considering the circumstances and COVID. You're in quarantine. Yeah. Like, what, what else are you supposed to say? Yeah. <laughs> I bet the well, video is the, great. The video became more about documenting how, like, nasty and gross and how I really need a shower. And, like, I had no right to even turn the camera on at myself. Like, <laughs> those are the <laughs> so best that's videos. That's why it's real life. Because my boys, my, my family would be like, you posted that? Are you out of your? Do you ever want to date? <laughs> Are you out of your mind? <laughs> I love that. That just shows authenticity. Absolutely. Everybody's oh, yeah. a hot. Whoever mess. wants to I date mean... me is going to have to be all into like the real and the raw and the. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. That's how it should be. Love me for all of me, no matter how I am at any time. Well, we are excited mm. for the show to come back on. Are there any plot details that you can give us, even the direction the show is taking when it returns for the remainder of season one? Come on, Didi. Oh, dude, Jesus. <laughs> it's so hard to even talk about it. Of I'm so afraid that I'm going to say something. I'm setting you up for failure, uh, but I'm also well, hurting for it at the same time. I, 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 can, I can tell you this. If you thought the pilot was explosive and made you go, what the? 
bleep. Um, <laughs> you don't we have, have to a bleep couple here. more of those yeah. episodes coming down the pike that you're going to go, what the bleep? <laughs> and yeah, because I know that when I read the script, I was like, what the bleep? And again, Denise gets to say similar things that when it actually happens. Um, what else? That really didn't tell you anything, but it certainly teased no, you, didn't it? You could tell us off the air if you'd rather. Our audience will whine. Yeah. I mean, they will, yeah. but, but we won't. I don't we'll know how to describe. Up. I'll put it this way. The story, some storylines start to wrap up and other ones open up and it just creates Ooh. even more of a mystery. Because remember, this was... Um, David bought the uh, the rights to C.J. Box's uh, trilogy of books. Oh, or maybe I didn't know that. Books. So these are stories that are, yeah, it's a, like I think, a, I'm pretty sure it's a number one bestseller. Uh, it's either three or four books. And this, I believe, are, this one is book two, The Highway. Yeah. And so if you know his work, you can okay. probably know where we're going to be going in oh, the next Oh, cool. Season. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I love hearing yeah, that. Yeah, so this if you, it's CJ Box, and uh, what you just saw with this first five episodes is The Highway, which is, I believe is the second of yeah. that um, string of books. Yeah. I think I know what you're alluding to and where the direction the show is going, and that was exactly what I was hoping you would say. That's exciting, and that is enough. Big Sky returns to ABC January 26, 10 o'clock, 9 p.m. Central, and we will return with more from Dee Dee Pfeiffer right after this. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Something Crunchy, and I hope you're enjoying the episode. It now pays to crunch down every week because we're hooking you up with big discounts from big brands. Up to 35% off Invicta watches using code CRUNCHY and apparel from 8080, where in addition to 10% off using code CRUNCHY, every dollar you spend goes toward an entry into the Dream Car Giveaway. Don't forget to join the Something Crunchy Facebook group for updates, polls, and the web's crunchiest memes. You can find us on Twitter at crunch underscore cast. And feel free to send any questions in your track submissions to somethingcrunchy at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the show. And we're back, crunching down with the Dee Dee Pfeiffer. Let's steer the convo to you specifically. You're incredibly interesting and just an awesome human. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> One thing you certainly have in common with us is that we are also big animal lovers. Uh, I understand that you have a ton of pets. I, well, wow. Um, me right now or in general throughout my whole life? In general. Since, since the day I was born, I've always had some animal in my hands. Um, Right now, I have a rescued Rottweiler, a rescued cat from a kill shelter, and then we have a rescued cockatoo that cannot fly, has a broken wing. Wow. Yeah. I love the rescued animals. Yeah. That, that's awesome. Thank you. You know what's really crazy? Don't tell anybody I did this. They can't really get me now. I'm in Canada. But back in the day, <laughs> and before my kids were born, I was really naughty. I did not know that you... you <laughs> Listen, when you're driving around Los Angeles and there is a dying deer on the side of the road or a tarantula or a snake or a dog or a cat, whatever it is, I'm going to pull over and I'm going to throw it in the back of my truck and I'm going to go rescue it and go take it to a vet. I guess you're not allowed to do that legally. You're not really? allowed to do uh, that? It, 
well, just the wildlife portion, not the dog and the cat. That's fine. Maybe a deer. I get all it. The time. I was picking up wildlife constantly and taking it in and getting them, take them to vets and stuff. And they were like, you can't, do you have a wildlife license to, to transport animals, wildlife? And I'm like, you I'm know, just I may have like left so it in my car. And like, all over it. And I'm like, yeah. And then I called my friend. They're like, oh, my God, you're going to get arrested or find it or something. I'm like, yes, I was doing that for years. <laughs> what animals have you thrown in the back of your car to save? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Deer in the back of my truck that was kicking back and forth and had ticks and fleas and Aww. it was bleeding. It was, it was crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. And then I also uh, rescued uh, seals from the ocean that would beach themselves when they were shot by fishermen or oh, no. hurt by, yeah, or sharks would um, injure them or they were diseased or whatever. I would um, rescue uh, seals. Where did you that do I that? Legally, that I was legally allowed to do, yeah. Is that in California? Yeah, yeah, um, all over the beaches of California. I worked all the way, uh, there was the targeted areas that volunteers would have and the area that I rescued in was as far north as Malibu and as far down as, I think, seal beach that whole stretch so if if any sea life would beach themselves that was the area that i would volunteer in and you'd spend hours and hours and hours on the beach trying to rescue them because they're very tricky they don't like to be captured yeah god that would be rough they're scared yeah wow well you're one of three sisters all actors was that the plan early on did you all want to be performers growing up well, actually, it's funny. I've this is twice that someone has said, "Lori, my younger sister's an actor." She did for like a minute when she was younger. Um, she's and then she was a model, and then she, she, my little sister, who's stunning, Lori. She's gorgeous. You think Michelle's gorgeous, and she is. Lori's Lori, we just keep her in the closet. She's too pretty. She's gorgeous. We can't wait to come out and play. <laughs> Hell no, no, no. Um, but, um, yeah, so Michelle is Michelle, and, um, my little sister, um, she is not in the industry, um, but she's single and beautiful, and then my older brother, Rick, uh, he's also not in the industry, so, um, and I was acting for over 30 years, I just came back from a 10-year hiatus, um, I went to school, I put myself through school. Yeah, to get my, uh, for my degree, degree in social work and my bachelor's of psych. That's so yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Congrats. I also went to school for 10 years, but it, I didn't come up with anything like a master's degree. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a degree? Well, I got a degree. Well, I didn't even know what I was doing 10 years ago. I just decided I wanted to, I mean, I was always volunteering for animals and children's hospitals and the homeless and what have you in, in between gigs, which was a lot because there's a lot of downtime as an actor. You can sure. work less than you have time off. So I was always trying to fill my time with things that were important and, and meaningful. And then one day I woke up and I was like, you know, I need the world is kind of falling apart and I want to be part of helping it. And I have a feeling I would need a degree so I could do more than just volunteer. So I literally walked up to Pierce College not knowing what I was doing. And I thought, oh, I'll just go and ask them how you get one of those things called a degree. <laughs> Probably take a year and I'll be out. Bam, right? In and out. <laughs> so much work. I walked up and they were like, well, what do you want? I said, well, I want to help people. They said, oh, because that's nice. What degree? I said, I don't know. You tell me. And they said, no, you tell us. And I said, no, you tell me. They yeah, said, I'm I don't not know. Work. <laughs> this is what and I, I want to do. Tell I me what I need. A degree. And they're like, what, a psych degree? I said, okay, that works. <laughs> Put me, put me down for one of those. If that helps me do what I need to do, then yeah. I had no idea what I was doing. And I have learning disabilities. I graduated in 1982. 
barely. So I didn't know what a thesis statement was. I didn't know what algebra was. We didn't have cell phones back then. We didn't have computers back then. So when they tested me, they were like, oh, Lord. And they were testing above a two, a second grader. And so I, like, had all these prerequisites. So I had four years just to get my AA. And that was not easy, actually. That was really painful and hard. Um, it is I hard. I had learning disabilities. And I was, had two boys in tow. I was still a single mother, you know, running, running around. And then two years to get my bachelor's of psych. And then at that point, I realized uh, instead of becoming a psych major, I want to become a social worker because it's a more diverse degree. And it sufficed more of what I cared about, which was helping people on a macro, meso, and micro level, which is policy, community, and individual treatment plans and what have you. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to really educate myself on all because you do have to look at things from different perspectives to look at the whole the whole problem, right, sure. social welfare. So, and then it took me three years to get a two-year degree at UCLA. And I just graduated 2020 online with everybody else. Congratulations. And with, like, your two boys. I mean, that's, like, a lot of work. It's hard to just be a mom of kids. I mean, it is just, that is, like, so tough. And to go to school and to do for what you did in psychology. And, again, like, we understand it's tough when you don't have time or you have any sort of hard time learning things in different ways. I mean, psychology is not easy, but it's interesting. Super and interesting And that was why, matter. like, we we all kind of have schooling in that realm and just because we just have a passion for it and love it, too. Those were the best classes, hands down. Yes. Hey, did you guys... Did you guys notice that when you're studying it in class, you're so obsessed with the left brain, meaning learning information, making sure the midterm, the final, you know, the whole making sure you get the grade, right? Yeah. Right. And then it's not until afterwards when the class is over do you get it, like, in your heart. Like, so when you're in the class, you get it in your head, sure. right? But then later on, as life kind of starts happening, you start to get it on a more, like, personal level like in your heart level oh you connect like, with it from, in a different way yeah sure yeah that to me is the best part because anybody can take a test anybody can read the chapter but when you go into the world and you actually apply it and you see it work or not work right yeah and that's right that's the real stuff life's about and that to me is really exciting like so that's why internships are exciting you get to yeah. go away from the book yeah right get away from the books and go into the field and really just play, try, learn, fail. Live the life. Learn, you know, yeah, exactly. Learn mistakes. Go through the motions. Yeah. yeah. So I'm holding in my hand the February 2002 issue of Playboy magazine. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> so hot, well, by well, the way. We're talking about like psychology and the micro. And now we're talking about my naked butt. Okay? Quick, quick transition. <laughs> quick transition. <laughs> You never know what's going to happen on something crunchy. <laughs> You're holding my Playboy. That's funny. Now, okay, what are you doing with it? <laughs> <laughs> no, we, Pass we, we, it we, around. we just had it here, had to do our research. <laughs> and now, we ask every guest to send over some nudes before they come on. Yeah. You, you were just the first. We didn't even have to go there. We really appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I did that. That was me. <laughs> that was you. And there is only a very small percentage of women who can say they have graced the pages of Playboy magazine, an even smaller percentage that have been on the cover. How many women can say they both have a master's degree and have been on the cover of Playboy? This is so impressive. It's like the so best cool. in all ways. That's right. Well, 
guys, wait a minute. If we're going to start throwing flowers at myself, let's keep going. I'm the first woman in the history of Playboy to ever show her tattoos. At that yes. time, they wow. really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Oh. And there was never in the history of Playboy a man in, in their yes. magazine, let alone a naked black man. That. I noticed that was like you, 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 never, you never see a guy as a prop, and that is such a fun fact about the tattoo thing. That is like okay. So what's your wow. tattoo? See, the whole point was I was the wild fifer, so we were going to break down norms. So they said, I said, I said to them, look, I have tattoos. You're not airbrushing them, and they kind of went, oh, well, we always airbrush tattoos. Hef hates tattoos. But then they decided, oh, wait a minute, actually her leaving her tattoos on is part of the story. I said, yes, it is, and it's part of my body. It's like airbrushing one of my boobs off. What are we talking <laughs> yeah. about? Right? Yeah, it's like, it's there. It's making I, need, sense. I need them, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> and it was my idea to do it with a naked black man because I was on an interracial show at the time, and it's something I'm very um, passionate about, yes. which is uh, equality and the beauty of our skin colors and our souls and Love that. diversity. Yes. Yeah, right? And uh, human human humankind i mean kind people being kind to human beings and um so i thought if i'm going to be all naked in this thing i'm going to make a statement right i'm going to have a hot black guy okay he's beautiful yeah i said we're going to use him as a prop he was the most beautiful prop ever (laughs) y'all are both beautiful amazing and to be on playboy i mean have fun so what was life like for you after being on the cover well, you know what's really funny? I did that, and then we had to reshoot the cover a, a few times because Hef didn't like it, um, and et cetera, et cetera. So it took about a year or two before it actually came out. At that point, I was um, married and pregnant. So I started to show. Yeah, right? So there I am. I just started to show. Yeah, I was pregnant. My Playboy's coming out. So oh, I, I was supposed it. to do. Uh, I was supposed to do Howard Stern's, I, I guess. I didn't know this. Everybody who does Playboy always goes on Howard Stern. Well, right. I didn't know this. All I knew was I was starting to show. I was still really thin, but I was starting to show, and I was reading for so pilots, funny. and my agents at the time didn't want me to tell anybody I was pregnant because they didn't want that to cost me a gig. You can't get away with that anymore, and by the way, this was back in the olden days. So yeah, you get away with a lot more. Yeah, yeah now like you, they find that out. You're in trouble. But anyway, so they wanted me to do that. So they, they wanted me to go to Howard Stern, but they said, you can't say anything about being pregnant. And I said, yeah, but he's going to call me chubby. I know this. I, I've seen this guy, and he's going to call me chubby. They're like, yeah, let's go with it. You can handle it. I said, oh, well, I can handle it. <laughs> but if he calls me chubby, I'm probably going to reach over the desk and punch him. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm pregnant. not chubby. Okay. <laughs> I'm pregnant, and I'm proud to be pregnant. And I think I look damn good being pregnant. And, and so there was this little, <laughs> like, Dee Dee, you can't go and hit Howard Stern. And I said, well, then... But we can't stop him from calling you chubby. <laughs> so I said that I'm not doing it. Do not ask a hormonal woman to do Howard Stern. So I said no, and because of that, I didn't do a lot of press. So it didn't really, it wasn't like that explosive, to be honest with you, when it came out. Did you it's have people it. recognize you and, you know, things? I mean, you no. were obviously Not in other roles Instagram. and things like that as well. You were on TV, but uh, it, it wasn't a, a, yeah. a huge no. difference. You know, nobody recognized me recognize me from Playboy because first of all I don't walk around looking like that number one you don't but <laughs> don't you guys ever walk around with suspenders only and absolutely and, um, Tyler's wearing that yards, as we speak it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's my uniform yards, of the day really. yards of fake hair and a pound of makeup yeah I was um, 
they recognized me from having been an actress, but no one ever said, oh, hey, you're Dee Dee Piper from Playboy. Like I said, it, I didn't do the publicity for it that one does, I guess. And in a way, it's not a bad thing because now I have two teenage boys. Right. Um, no, I did Playboy. I know they haven't seen it because that's just too weird for them. Um, but I'm sure some of their friends have. Of course. And it, but I told them why I did it. I, yeah. I did it because this is, how, this is what I believe in. And the human body, I do play and whatever, you know. So they get it. They're proud of me. Um, they're not. You look great. Look at it. Can you imagine looking at your mom and Playboy? That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> you look hot though. And so. I was going to defend you until I thought about it, and yeah, you're right. That's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're hey, right. My boys won't watch the show, Big Sky. I said to them first week. I said, "Did you see it? Did you see it? Did you see it?" And they're like, uh, yeah, Mom, no, I haven't recorded. Okay, okay, second week. Well, guys, you got to watch the first one before you see the second one because, you know, they go together. And they're like, yeah. See, now that's something I else. That, that's completely different. The Playboy's understandable. Big Sky, no, there, there's no good yeah. excuse for that. Yeah, it's so well, good. My older one said he had a headache. I'm like, oh, that's just for that's a weird. Week? And the other one was like, I had homework. That's even weirder. Oh, that's okay. even worse. Like, and now you're going to wow. say you have homework. Yeah. <laughs> Choosing well, homework finally, over TV. Finally, I got it out of them. I'm like, Braxton, Maximus, what is up? And they're like, Mom, I'm just going to tell you straight out. It's just too weird to watch you on TV. I'm not going to do it. And I said, okay, I get okay. that. My other son, Maximus, goes, Mom, I started to watch it. Looks like a cool show. You came on, I shut it off. Too weird. Can't do it. <laughs> Braxton and Maximus are the two coolest names also I've just, ever heard in my life like, for okay, a pair of boys. Coolest names like, ever for boys. That next, is awesome. Next to, you know, the name of our son. But besides that. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they have a Daximus and you yeah. have a Maximus. So it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Maximus and Braxton. Yeah. Love that. So <laughs> so we do have to touch on some of your roles you have had some great parts in some great projects let's finish up with a little game we like to do when we want to be respectful of our guest time but got to bring up some of our favorite roles that they've played so if you don't okay. mind i'll list off just a couple roles that you did all we're looking for in return is your first thought when i mention it any little fun fact or anecdote will do okay hold on what if i don't remember the <laughs> I don't remember having done it. <laughs> that, that's all you have to say. Then you don't remember. Yeah. Then you don't remember. Pa okay, then my one word would be, No, huh? pass, and I'll edit it out. No big deal. <laughs> and okay. I won't throw any curveballs. Let's start okay. with Into the Night. You played a prostitute opposite Jeff Goldblum, and this puts you on the map. $10 hooker. Love it. Oh, love it. <laughs> How about Falling Down in your memorable scene with Michael Douglas playing Sheila? So good hamburger on my head yeah <laughs> finally and it seems michael douglas yeah. yes that's epic <laughs> yeah that is epic no doubt about great it. great scene <laughs> yeah I, I can't imagine you ever get asked about your scene in seinfeld i'm victoria <laughs> hi <laughs> <laughs> um intimidated intimidated um, yeah those are some big stars Seinfeld, that show is like a moving, locomotive, gorgeous, well-oiled train. Wow. wow. See, I love that You know that what I mean? Inside. It just moves like, coom, 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 you know, and you as a guest star are asked to jump on. I was like, I I thought, 
that made a mistake and casting me at the oh no 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 there's memes of you everywhere that is like an iconic scene people like totally love that i'm a meme wait a minute dude i'm a meme i gotta tell my boys that that's huge oh yeah you're you're a meme you're a meme all right you're a meme hey see that you know you made it if you're a meme i'm gonna tell my boys i love (laughs) that they're like why do you even say that stuff mom like 833 followers and you're huge i'm like yeah that's right. I'm You're somebody's right. meme. <laughs> Let's move on to another giant locomotive, one of our personal favorites, Mary Ellen and Friends. You had two lines and a gesture in that scene, and they all produced big laughs. That was so awesome. Yeah. Breastfeeding. Going to need some more explanation on that. <laughs> I, w- I had given birth to my son Braxton, my very first son. I was breastfeeding in the waiting room to audition for that role. <laughs> Oh my god, I love it! <laughs> I auditioned for the other role in that episode, the uh, the the um, pediatrician. No way! I read for the pediatrician, and they said, "Hey, will you read for this other role?" And I said, <laughs> "We sure. have a perfect role." I went for you. out. I went back out. Told my husband at the time, I, I'm, "I need to look at these lines and go back in and read for another role." And that was the role I ended up getting. And then Braxton took the curtain call with me, who is uh, four <gasps> months old. As friends, and I and I was also, he fell asleep right before I did that scene, and my breasts got engorged. That's why they were so huge. Oh my god! Might have worked out well for that. I yeah. noticed how yeah. engorged your breasts were in that scene, and that's I was what they, enjoying it. That's what they were looking most for. Most people don't know when they see me on Friends, right? I love that <laughs> fun is fact. This amazing. This is amazing. Uh, Frankie and Johnny, you were Frankie's cousin. Big hair. Big, totally big. Love hair. that hair. <laughs> For your love, you played Sherry Winston. Oh, <laughs> Sherry! Um, uh, a lot of laughs. A lot of Aww. laughs. Love that. Let's end on Sybil. You, of course, played oldest daughter Rachel Blanders. <laughs> always eating. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel was always eating. And, and always pregnant. <laughs> yeah, because she's always pregnant. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, that's so great. You're awesome. Thank you so much for doing that for us, Miss Didi. Let's get you out of here. It is your birthday after all. Once again, Big Sky returns January 26th and back in the same time slot every Tuesday night at 10 o'clock, 9 p.m. Central on ABC. Don't forget to follow Didi on Instagram at Didi Pfeiffer Official. There's a wannabe Didi out there, so make sure you follow Didi Pfeiffer Official. Didi, you have thank been you. such an awesome guest, Amazing. and I cannot thank you enough for joining us. We will be so oh, eager for Big Sky to you return. Guys are, you guys were so much fun. What a Yay. great birthday present I had with you guys. Oh, you were the present. You were yeah, the present. Thank you. thank you so much, Didi. We will be eager for Big Sky to return, and hopefully we can speak again sometime. Happy birthday and oh happy God. new year to You're you. You're going to want to talk to me again after you see these next next episodes that come down the pike. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. We're already <laughs> excited Ready. for this. Ready. We'll we'll work it out. We're gonna make that happen. I feel like it's gonna Love be a that. good year for Dee Dee. We're gonna call Love you that. after every episode and yeah, just talk right. about it. <laughs> we need to discuss everything that just happened. Not safe for this show either. Nobody's safe. <laughs> oh. Well, Dee Dee, you are amazing. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it, and best of luck to you in the new year. Thank you. You too, guys. Happy Happy New Year. Thank you so Happy much. New Happy year. birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Well, she was heaping handfuls of awesome. I mean, how fun is she? What a fun person she is. Seriously, so cool. Three generations of men in our family crush on Dee Dee. I should have told her. I should (laughs) have.
You don't think she knows three many three generations of men in your family have crushes on her? She knows, man. She also got us out of doing a New Year's show this year, and we thank her for that. <laughs> Let's be the millionth podcast to bash on 2020 for an hour. Yeah, pal. Fun. Yeah. Come back next week when we bash on 2020 for an hour. You do not want to miss it. I'm just kidding. 2021 could be far worse for all we know. <laughs> we do have a fun salute on deck, and you will want to come back for it next week, eh? For sure. This has been another special edition episode of Something Crunchy. Yeah. And don't ever forget to live your crunchiest life. And be crunchy to one another. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and all that crunchy good shit. Thank you for listening. You know, I am here for you, whatever you want. Oh. I am here for you, Blake, and all the other people in that room. I'm so you are excited. so awesome. Wow. You can call us back if you want to just hang out. And <laughs> chat. We're here for you. Yeah. Dude, all I have to do is go back to this puzzle that's just staring at me. And that bag of M&M's I love a good puzzle. Before I pick up the phone. And yeah, another episode of ancient aliens and of course i'll call my sons and drive them crazy and they're like mom you just called me an hour ago <laughs> okay Hi. Well, they're like oh god just a quick <laughs> sidebar i have to ask you this so ancient aliens i love that show and that says a lot about you right there what are the other shows that you are watching currently i'm, I'm just i like to know what yeah actors watch on tv yeah when, when, they, have nothing, when they have nothing to watch I am the worst because I haven't seen my sister or David's shows or anything because I don't watch that. I mean, I know they're all very talented, don't get me wrong, but it's just not like my, my thing. I love, like, um, The Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch. Yes. Um, it, it ain't, right, that one, wow. Don't even know. <laughs> yes. oh, and, of course, the, uh, the Oak Island. But did you, you guys, you have to see, which this is old. This was when I'm actually looking at it. It was... Uh, it's Friday, eleven twenty-seven is when it aired. It's episode seven oh four. The Divine Number on Ancient Alien. It's called the episode "The Divine Number." Love it. The, the number twelve. Seen it. Love I was gonna say, yep. I'm sure, I feel like I've seen every single one mm-hmm. of these. So know what you're talking about <laughs> right now. With the right with the six finger or the twelve fingers and the twelve toes and the number twelve and music and all that. So yeah. good. I sent to my sister and my, my sons, and I said, listen, you guys need, I know you don't watch this stuff, you think I'm nuts, but you need to watch this one episode. They're like, mom, I'm like, just, just watch just it, watch zip it. it, zipper. <laughs> I'm telling you, just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> stuff that makes you think out of the box a little bit. Definitely. You know? Love that. That's right up our alley.